0: From the Middle Tennessee Association of Realtors, you're listening to Tenants in Common. A podcast sharing stories, motivation, and insight into the real estate industry.
1: All right, we're back on this rainy day in Murfreesboro with two beautiful young ladies and one dashing well, let's not exaggerate. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, let's just not exaggerate. This is Steve, bringing you back to Tenants in Common, and I'm here with Chris. And Chris, you want to introduce our guests today?
0: Yes, we have two very important guests today. So we have Miss Felita Smotherman and her daughter, Jan Treese. Miss Felita is serving as our first vice president. This is the first year for that position in the association. She's helping us out. Jan Treese is actually serving as the vice chair to be chair next year for our Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion Committee, mm-hmm. as well as they do real estate together as a mother-daughter team.
1: I'm so excited to ask them questions because I'm an SOB. I'm son of a broker. So okay. Jantrese, we have that in common. Mm-hmm. I was that kid that got bribed with McDonald's and matchbox cars in the back seat being picked up after school. I was that person, I can't wait to have this conversation. Right. And now you've got kids, Chris, that are now in that role. Oh yeah. I tried to ask
0: them if they're gonna do real estate and they look at me and go, yeah, no. <laughs> Not having anything to do with it. So they were smarter than I was, I guess. So but. And Felita, how long have you been in the business?
2: I started in 1988. Okay. So I guess this is my
1: 34th year coming up. Oh my goodness. September. Now what was the market like in 1988, you got you got your license, you're ready to embark on the real estate journey. What's that market like compared to now?
2: Oh, total opposites. It was, um, I started working with a company, Charlene Blackburn was the broker, and she took care of me. I was 28 years old and really had no idea what I was supposed to do. So I just remember going to her and saying, would you just help me every step of the way? Is that the kind of broker that you are? And it was. Um, But the market um, people that looked like me were hard to find. Then there were maybe three or four of us.
1: And, um, And you mean Miss America? Absolutely, the congeniality winner. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah.
2: yeah, that 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 yeah. kind of person. Yeah, I think that's yeah. exactly what she was. On yes, at exactly, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's exactly. Right. But you did not see people who looked like me <laughs> very often in the business, and I think maybe there were. I may have been the only full time um, agent at that time. Okay. That
1: all right and did you have to find a mentor because mom was telling me when she was getting into business she there were several firms that wouldn't hire women agents even then Mm -hmm. and you look at kind of NAR statistics now and the majority of the membership is female Mm -hmm. Um, did you have to find a mentor to get you into the business
2: i did not have to find a mentor but really my broker charlene Mm -hmm. she took me under her wing and when i tell you that she followed me every step of the way. She went everywhere that I went for probably at, at least two or three months. Uh, and that was most oh, helpful. And brokers don't do that anymore. Yeah, it's yeah. like,
0: here's your desk, <laughs> hope you do well. Yeah. Um, so,
2: yeah. so it was a big deal.
0: When you were when you were kind of first getting into it with, with all of that going on, and this is something that, of course, we want to talk to you guys about because you have a unique experience in the fact that, you know, a minority from a couple different perspectives, not just race, but the female part, like you talked about. I mean, one of the things that uh, NAR's president has talked about is her dad was a, a past president for NAR, and when he was president, uh, there wasn't even women allowed to be on committees mm-hmm. and and do things like that all the way up through I think ninety two. Mm. I mean, it, 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 you know, on the national level, I mean, kind of you know, crazy when you think about it. I actually think. If I remember correct, Candy was telling me we had females involved in the association before NAR oh, wow. really had females of, of leadership positions in the association. So um, when when you were working and you said not a lot of you know agents looked like you, one of the things we'll probably end up talking about a little bit too is even homeownership in the minority communities, female, African-American, Hispanic. We have you a know, very diverse community in, in Middle Tennessee in general, but was that something when you were first starting out that – you had the opportunity to, to work with, or was it really as rare even then as we're, we're kind of seeing? I know it's improving now, but it's still a, a smaller group now than, than what we would hope for it to be.
2: It was very rare at that time, to the degree that I probably did not work with an African-American buyer until I was at least... A dozen transactions in wow Hmm. yeah that's a lot and back at at that time 12 transactions that was a lot and it could have taken it could have taken a long time um so those numbers they may be improving but they've always been
0: off um
2: very, very much so and also bear in mind i'm 28 i'm very young you you know you're you're just resilient at that time, I wasn't afraid of anything. I was just out there trying to make it happen. I'm talking to everybody who would talk to me. Uh, and then at some point in time, I just started to think, Do you know, I'm really doing this for for a living. I, I need to, and again, I, I keep bringing up her name, but my broker was the best, and she would get in somebody's face <laughs> if if she needed to, to protect me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, it was... It, 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 it was difficult, yeah. like, like you do.
1: Uh, oh, now, we're we're going to get to that. Oh, yeah. So actually, <laughs> now I want to go I wanna go that. Because, Trees,
0: you and I got the chance, and I was excited for this. Candy kind of made this happen. Uh, I was in Chicago doing a training for mediation. You were in Chicago doing a training for education. And we got the opportunity to sit down and have a meal together. And I think what was originally planned to be maybe a 30- or 45-minute lunch turned into about a two-hour lunch of us just interviewing each other effectively. But I was really enamored, not just with your, actually even probably more so with your previous career or your previous passion, current passion, as it was with your real estate career. So tell us a little bit about, A, you know, kind of what you do outside of real estate, but then also kind of what got you into real estate and how you got started.
3: Um, well, before real estate, I actually taught uh, for 13 years. I was actually a teacher and coach. I coached three sports. So being in the world of pressure, being a teacher is pressure every day. So, I mean the pressure, I mean being in real estate now, that pressure is is pretty much the same. But um I think even mom asked me this last night. She's like, I never even talked to you about how you even got into the business. Um, and I was telling her that my daughter at the time was going into kindergarten and I had already missed so many things the uh oh, you know, my mother-in-law would text and say, "Hey, she talked she said this word." I wasn't there. I wasn't present because I was so committed to the area I was teaching. Because when I go into something, I'm going in all the way, getting there at 7 a.m., getting home at 10 p.m. Because I was coaching. I was taking students home. And so getting home so late, I knew that I needed to transition. If she's starting to starting school, my husband's working in Nashville, I need to transition into something that's flexible. Um, and I knew that mom had done that even when we were growing up. Um, That real estate wasn't, you know, she started in 89. I was born in 81, and I was telling her that's all I knew was her flexibility. I knew if something was going on during the school day, who was going to be there? It was going to be a mom, because I knew she had the job to do that. So I knew I needed to make a transition. Real estate was pretty much all we grew up with. That was a normal conversation at the table, homeownership. So I knew I needed to make the transition, talk to her said, hey, I think I'm gonna go to school. And she said, okay. Uh, and I went to school and then now we're here and I've, we've been working together. And okay, I've been fired maybe 50 times within this time. But we've been working together for eight years this now. This is why we have the camera, so we can okay. see the facial expressions. Right. Okay, it's true. Okay. It's true. <laughs> I've been fired like 50 times now. But I have eight years in. I'm not going anywhere. When she fires me, I still show up the next day like, I got that wrong. I'm not going to do it again. So that's my, uh, and still now, uh, education is my passion. Um, and the part of real estate that I love is the education piece.
0: Yeah, and and that was part of the part that we got to talk about, and I I saw Mm -hmm. that in you. I mean, I've known your mom for going on a couple years now through MTAR. Actually, that's how we met. Absolutely. And Mm -hmm. and kind of almost the same uh, with you when Mm -hmm. you were taking the leadership class, so it's a little bit less time with you, but uh, I've been... Uh, impressed the whole time. And when you say you dive into stuff, I truly believe it because you dove into making me do some silly pose for a picture. <laughs> um, but anyways, yeah, she did. And she was successful. Oh, what, what pose was this? I don't even remember. Song, we find she, she's like, just do it like this, Chris. Just do it like this. So, it's really good. Yeah. So I was like, okay, fine. I uh, <laughs> wasn't going to argue with her at that point. But, it, but it's so funny because when I see you two together, you guys get along amazingly. Obviously, you have a great relationship. But separately, I feel like, and I could be completely mistaken, that you have completely different personalities. Because, jan I actually see you a little bit more like me, a little bit more aggressive, like that kind of like, you're going to you know, say yeah. what it is and go get it. And, and Felita, I, I literally talk about how you are like that one that you're, if you are going to get somebody, you're going to get them with your stare and not necessarily even with your words. Now, that I've heard is, about listen, driving. You a different story, but.
3: <laughs> I think with her being the leader, I think that is it's a, a very great quality to have that people view her like that. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's true. But...
0: I've been telling um, lies, haven't I? <laughs> that's a great leader real. will yeah. also
3: reveal there are some things that you're not going to, to come to the table with. <laughs> and I think even in real estate, and that's what I was saying, that if Miss Charlene had that attitude, like, hey, you are not going to step to me. And... She has that attitude, even with, with me being in the business. Um, that even w- my confidence sometimes in the business, sometimes it's not about my knowledge, is I know, and I can say, Hey, mom, they say it. She was <laughs> mm-hmm. like, Okay, I'll handle it. <laughs> you <know>? can, consider, <laughs> Those consider, are words I don't ever want to hear out of your mom's mouth. I'm serious. Like, <laughs> consider and that's handled. just the truth. My confidence doesn't always come from the knowledge that I know, it's I know that I have someone that will handle it. And Chris, I think most of the time
2: when you and I are together, we're in the board of directors meeting. It where is I'm true. just very, I'm just laid back because so many people with so many strong personalities. I don't have one, but my personality is very strong.
0: Oh, I, I believe that. But that's the thing. About it. You're one of the ones though that when you speak, people instantaneously, even all those strong personalities. Because you're right, we have a lot of. I mean, I'm, I'm there. We have a lot of strong personalities. But when you speak, when you, you know open your mouth to say anything, the room silences because the truth is you're, you know, you don't interject uh, frivolously. You, when you're talking, it's something that we all want to know what is being said because it's of great importance. And there's numerous, you know, examples that could be given. We don't have to go into all those, but it, it truly is this, this thing of you carry yourself with such dignity, such grace, but at the same time with great authority. And that's that's kind of the like you said that is probably the one of the truest qualities of of a leader in that situation. So, yes.
2: the board of directors
0: meeting is my quiet place. That's your quiet place <laughs> because I am. Not I've heard driving in Murfreesboro traffic quiet. is not <laughs> your quiet place. So. <laughs> it is not. <laughs> this
1: is this the reason why you don't have your
2: name on your car? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's 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 not like that. It's only when I'm stopped for.
0: Certain things. Certain things. (laughs) Well, very good. That's awesome. So, um, well, getting into uh, some of the stuff, of course, um, give us a little bit of of background dynamic, you know, how that has worked for you guys as a, you know, kind of mother-daughter or even even to step outside of that, just family member, because we're seeing that more and more kind of a multi-generational real estate lineage, you know. And so, from kind of two perspectives, you know, from maybe you start with you, Felita, from the mom's perspective, but then Jan also, because one of the things I hear from a lot of um, kids of realtors who have also gone is they're trying to almost sometimes get out from underneath the, oh, well, you're Felita's daughter. You know, you're, uh, that, that's almost like your title that you carry until you, mm-hmm. you know, get your own <laughs> reputation with it. So, are even still? <laughs> yeah. So tell us a little bit about some of that and maybe, you know, some things that have worked for you guys and, and maybe even an example or two of things that just didn't work for you guys.
2: Okay. Okay.
0: Let me start by saying, um,
2: jan graduated from Lipscomb University. Her study was kinesiology. Who would have ever thought? I had no idea. She had never spoken to me about an interest in real estate. Literally Never. And I never thought that either one of my daughters would, would join in. So when she did, I just started out very uh, directly saying, mm-hmm. um, you really don't watch me work, but I don't. it's not a business that I play around with. Everything that I'm supposed to do to my ability, I'm doing it by the book. Mm-hmm. So you're gonna have to do it the same way. And I'm not, I'm not gonna play around about that. So here's the reason why uh, we say I fired them every other day. Mm-hmm. They say, and the other days we quit. <laughs> <laughs> but the truth of the matter is um, I have two daughters that I absolutely adore, and we have a good relationship. Oftentimes they are not as serious about what we do. And that's really good because I want them to be where they need to be. Sometimes I'm up here when I actually need to be here. So sometimes they teach me, you know, hey, take it down a notch, it's really not um, really not that crucial. But Jay and I have a relationship that we, we get along simply because we can say what we need to say. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if that's, hey, I I, I need you to hone in on this part of the the contract, and you're not paying attention to that. And if you do this, this is what could happen. Mm -hmm. And so then she may come back and say, Okay, I get it. Um, I've told you that I get it. And can the conversation? (laughs) (laughs) Can can it stop right there? (laughs) Can the conversation be over? So that's a lot of, but she's, she's very teachable and she brings these new ideas to the table that I want her to implement. Uh, am I that interested in them? I'm, I'm not, but I know that there are people out there that need uh, this idea, this idea that, that, she, that she has. And I think the longer uh, she's in the business, the more serious she gets uh, about it. So if you see us doing something that's neat and wonderful and great, chances are it's originated with her.
1: But you've given her that kind of freedom to bring that to the table yes. and i think that's a special relationship when you have that trust of a family member yes i mean she came through you but she's not you like yes you have that that trust
0: yes yes what about you gentries like what are what are some things that maybe haven't worked or that have been like roadblocks for if you if you were if someone if one of my kids was to come to you and say I'm thinking about going to work for my dad. What's that gonna be like? Like, what? You know, I, I, you know maybe not that extreme. <laughs> then, but, uh, bad, example. Then, bad example. Bad example. Bad example.
3: And here's the thing that you even have. You're to like understand.
0: your dad's a jerk. And, and
3: listen, here's here's the thing that you even have to understand. My husband has to understand when he hears me say "ma ma" on the phone that this conversation could go towards we're talking about the Bible, we're talking about our personal family, or we're talking about real estate. So there's a look that I even give him because he wants to interject in a conversation of, oh, this is mom and daughter talking. I'm like, no, this is real estate. Give me one minute, okay? Then you can talk. So I think even recognizing that there are levels to the conversation and recognizing this is not mom telling me this, this is she's telling me this because she wants me to be better in the business because it's a point where mom holds my hand but it's a point that says mom i've said you walk on this side of the road mm-hmm. and so recognizing that the feeling of separating the separating the roles um, because we not only do business together we do ministry together yes. we do family together life this is sunday dinner at the Sunday lunch at the kitchen table. And so recognizing there's a point that I, I'm mom and your daughter, but there's a point to where we're going into this contract situation where we are partners mm-hmm. and we're trying to get to the closing table. So as silly as I was on Sunday, and there are even sometimes on Sunday, Sunday lunch is done, and she calls me into her office. Now that Sunday lunch is done, <laughs> what part of this contract do you not understand? <laughs>
0: That was good.
3: That I can was good. not totally that? that good? Yeah. So I mean, that's the truth of the matter. So recognizing that the Sunday table, as I walk to that office, this is business, and these are the clients that we were put here to serve, and this is serious.
0: Well, you so, brought up two things that I, I want to talk about too. So first of all, I want to clarify that um, your family like your husband um, probably even more than they like you. Like they might would keep him, and and you know if you got too much attitude, and and you know she told me she told me when when they were birthed. her husband is so nice. And the on one hundred
1: percent. But the four men in y'all's family, <laughs> the they are
3: yes. nice men. Think <laughs> twice if you nice need help. Is, yeah.
1: hey, And when people
3: see them there even when people see them together, they're like, they're so nice and you guys are so I'm like, hold on now. Listen, we bring some qualities to the table that the (laughs) nice men actually decide.
0: When when my wife my wife and I met working in the same hospital ER together and when you know, we would keep business, business and and personal, personal. So when people did find out that we were married, it was always like, Oh really? Really? (laughs) So, yeah, trust me, I understand. (laughs) Because I was very aggressive and, you know, all this stuff. So, yeah, I get that. But, but no, I remember you telling me about that when we were talking in Chicago about how your husband was like, you're like, he's just hanging around. And he just wasn't, you know, and you're like, okay, why not at this point? So, (laughs) But we, I actually got to meet him at, I think it was the Christmas party, mm-hmm. one of the parties you brought him to, and, and yeah, he was, you know, just, he's very, you know, very pleasant, very soft-spoken in that setting. Of course, he doesn't know a lot of people, but, and your husband, he comes to everything, he seems to support you and everything, they, they are amazing guys when you get to meet them. So, the other one that you did kind of talk about a little bit is religion. And I know, you know, Felita and you and we've talked about this sometimes, too, where, you know, you're almost in a business mindset and mom is now in a ministry mindset. And it's like, you know, sometimes those mindsets cross over and, you know, where you're comfortable about it. Talk about some of that and how the impact it has on both your life and your business, because I know that's something that you are highly, highly passionate about. Absolutely. absolutely. And so I always tell people when they ask me, what
2: do you do for a living? Uh, And I said I seek and save the lost for a living and God happens to allow me to do real estate for funds to live on this earth And that is the absolute way that I treat my life. Uh, I know what's first. I know what's important I know what I have to do overall and in general in every aspect of my life but I also treasure this business that he's given me (laughs) that I love and that it does help to support um, what my husband and I do along mm-hmm. with, with, with my daughters. I think that just mm-hmm. sums up my thoughts.
3: I'm just getting sure. a little
1: and, bit of a crush right now.
2: <laughs> and, and
3: listen. <laughs> and, and this when is she, wonderful. And when she says that, it's not only that she's saying it. I've sat at a listing table with her, and I knew what our business goals were. And so knowing our business goals, I know we need the listing let's just let's just be honest Mm -hmm. we we need the listing she says to them knowing their outside situation knowing who she knowing who she you know serves she says to them i think at this time this time may not be the right time right now for you guys now could we have sold their house we could have sold their home but knowing them personally, knowing who, who she's saying, I, I'm not in the real estate business for real estate. I'm in the business because we're going to do the right thing. The right thing was to tell them, I think right now this may not be the right time. That, that, that's a decision. Those are words you only speak of when you're saying, I serve one. Uh, and doing the right thing, although in business is saying, hey, this would have been a notch on the board. It's not about notches on the board. This is about doing right by people. Uh, and so recognizing when she says that, we I see it all the time, is hey, we could be doing this, but I, I tell the story all the time, even in our days of busy with real estate, she'll stop and say, I need to go see Sister So-and-so in the hospital. And we'll spend three hours singing songs.
0: Oh, that's what you were telling me. You're like, you're like, we're in the middle of business and she's what's like, with, I gotta go deliver a meal, with, I gotta go visit,
3: you know, it's so. like, hold on, I forgot I had to make macaroni for a and so it's like put the macaroni down. Okay? <laughs> but but again she's saying this is this is what I do for business, you know, but and I don't wanna never I never wanna separate the two, but I also serve people. And so it's possible to do both. And, and at times, even you know, at my age, I forget. That there is, you know, there is that, both, but she she does it every day. It's like, okay, you bake the cookies and then, you know, we'll
0: do this. Well, and that's the important part. I, I literally, of course, I knew Felita was a realtor. But before knowing anything about your business or anything about success or, or failures or anything like that, I knew about your religion. And of course, we have a, a a friend in common with Sherelle and Dietrich and, yes. and, and you know, yes. knowing them. and Hey, Jesus. And, um, <laughs> so...
1: A friend in Jesus. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's another friend. Well,
0: yes, but I was saying, I was saying, that's, but this is where I got to learn about Felita when, when, when Shirelle, you know, found out that we had, you know, started doing some stuff with the association yes. together and, and oh, talked cool. a lot about about it, and Dietrich the same way and stuff. And so I learned more about you as a person before I learned about you as a business owner. Mm-hmm. And that was the part that made, for me, it's a, it's a very powerful thing because Um, growing up the way that I did, you know, unfortunately I see religion sometimes thrown around the wrong way as like almost like a, I I remember having someone tell me one time churches to be seen, not saved kind of thing. And that mentality floats on, on occasion, unfortunately, but you are one of the ones that it's all about the walk. You don't have to, you have to do any of the talking for it. It's all about the walk. And then, you know, the talking takes care of itself. So when people, when people learn about you, they typically learn more about, your personal side than they ever, you know, learn about your business side, which I think speaks a lot to your personality and and what you try to do for your community and it's a big deal. So what a
3: beautiful compliment. Mm -hmm. So when you ask that at the beginning when people say, Hey, you're Felita's daughter, does it bother you? No.
0: And <laughs> so I, we've I talked about that. The I conversation, conversation,
3: I start the conversation out like that. You're Felita like, here, let, let, her. let me name drop real quick. You don't even <laughs> have to know my name, <laughs> but if you know her, I'm associated to her, and if she gets blessed, I get blessed too. Okay. <laughs> Who are you, Belita's daughter? <laughs> it's a family
2: affair. Yeah. That's yeah. Yeah. That's it yeah. be.
1: What's your favorite thing about Chantreese? working as a mother-daughter teen? Is it this is recorded?
0: Yeah, this is recorded. Yeah. All right. She wants this for uh, history's sake. So.
2: <laughs> My favorite thing is that she she knows me, but she doesn't she doesn't quit the times that I feel like she probably should, uh, because sometimes I can be hard and 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 tough. And she loves me. Mm -hmm. And love doesn't give up just because something gets hard and tough. Now, that's on a personal level. Uh, And she doesn't. We don't have a relationship where we say for a camera, oh, we love each other. Uh, We love each other to the degree that at one point I had to tell her, Jane, when you call me six or seven times a day, can can we scale that back? To, to maybe once or or twice because I need to do some, <laughs> some but she loves me. That's on the personal side. <laughs> on 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 the business side, I love that she just. We're just gonna scroll right by that, right? <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs>
3: it's, is it not true? Did I not have? I have like something to say to them. Okay? It's, it's truthfully. Is I, that true all the it time? It is, but their levels did i not talk about the levels of relationships so one could be like mom what do i do with the kids because i'm really not sure how to do this mom thing Then the next conversation would be the point of this contract xyz so it's different levels to the conversations
0: and she's like look i've had um six levels i just need two today <laughs> How many
1: did Dante have in his book? Got it.
0: Basically, that's what she's trying to say. Yeah, yeah, that's what she's throwing it out there for you.
3: On the professional
2: side, I love that she will try anything. She may not have any idea about what's really going on or what she's stepping into, but she's going to get out there and do it. Uh, nothing ventured, nothing gained. Uh, and that's, that's her, that's her personality. She's doing it
0: right now. Mm -hmm. I mean, she's literally helping us develop and implement a brand new committee, a committee that didn't exist on any level before last year. Mm -hmm. And for us, this year is the rollout of the whole thing. I mean, and they're, they're doing it blind with great passion. Yes. Mm -hmm. And so, so, I mean, the proof is in the pudding in that regard. So.
1: What about with uh, same question? Flipping same the, question. Flipping the script on on your mom. What are the things? Say the question again. I want to make sure
0: goodness. I have a personal. What what is what is something? <laughs> you somebody, don't
3: have to. Uh, kind of threw me on the table there. Where
1: What buttons do you like to push of your mom? <laughs> <laughs> um, I
3: think with. I, I think I, I say this all the time. It's. And, and she spoke on this. We do have a relationship outside of this, and so it's bigger than business. This is this is family. This is um, this is something that our my daughters are seeing, and and so that's important. So it's I, I think that's one of the things. And then it's also the fact that I can go to her, and she is going to correct me in my mistakes but the outside won't know that makes sense yeah and so there is correction over the phone well jay you should have done this but to the other side that is my partner Mm -hmm. and i'm going to stand by her Mm -hmm. right and this is how we're going to fix it and this is to the other side you were never known i dropped the ball because she's saying we are a team Although she could say, know, listen, y'all, I've worked in this business for thirty-something years, and my daughter has no idea." But <laughs> when we walk into certain situations where I know that I could have done better, she's not to the other side. You all have never would have never known I dropped the ball because we're she's I I carry she allows me to carry her thirty-something years. Mm-hmm. So and that's not something that you know at at times she should say she dropped the ball and I did not.
1: But that's knowing the goal. That's knowing the end game, man. Mm-hmm. And what y'all need to talk about can happen on a one-on-one kind of peer lesson. Do y'all goal set together? When you look at your year, do you go, okay, we did, we did this. We served this many families. What what's next? You're going to look like. Do y'all do that together? It's usually me saying, Jay, I need you to
2: tell me um, what you would like to do for the year, tell me, tell me what that looks like and mm-hmm. then let's just take off, um, take off from there. So of sorts, yes, uh, generally look, share, share with me how many transactions really would you like to do uh, that you're responsible for bringing to the table? What, what does that number mm-hmm.
3: um, And whatever like. number I say is probably like you add five or 10 to that. Uh, you could do better, okay.
1: That I do that is, with my weight. I start true. low and then people are like, Oh, oh yeah, that's that's probably more like twenty more pounds. Yeah.
3: Okay. Yeah. It's
1: <laughs> like, like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm two hundred pounds. <laughs> sure you are.
0: <laughs> sure adds, you are. The camera. The <laughs> camera adds <laughs> like fifty pounds right? <laughs> <laughs> less than girls
1: did God say, Yeah, Felita, we're gonna give you we're gonna give you girls or do you think you'd have been a good boy mom?
2: I wanted a son so bad okay uh, and so after uh, they were both born I had said to my husband I, I really would love to have a son
1: you know what about we... one with blonde hair
2: and is <laughs> and sitting next to me uh, perhaps
1: <laughs> educated you don't have to put me through college and I started at Lipscomb too so we're Bisons okay
2: Go, bisons. Go
3: That's right.
2: but my husband said um that he really just wanted to have the two, but years later he said, "I think if we had had a son, uh, the boy would have just been soft."
0: <laughs> you think? I mean, so that that nice, uh, polite, soft-spoken man that we were talking about just a little while ago—that's <laughs>
3: that, that's, that's what he said.
2: And I said, "I think he would have been polite, but not." And there is there is a, a difference. Oh so. yes, of course. But I wanted a son. I did but it's okay.
3: This episode has been split into two parts. Join us next time for the rest of the conversation with Felita and Jan Treese.
0: Thank you for listening to Tenets in Common. Find out more about the association and upcoming events at www.mtar.org and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Mid-TN Realtors duplication or publication of this podcast is strictly prohibited without the written consent of the Middle Tennessee Association of Realtors. Until next time.